0: the following podcast contains explicit language taryn you're
1: single right
0: Ooh.
2: i'm single yes i'm single <laughs> right, so I'm, right, right. wait you don't know that song by Lil wayne no i'm single i canceled that like Nino, you know, i ain't tripping no nothing it's a great song you look you're looking at me with dead eyes
1: <laughs> it's a great song <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is the Post Bougie podcast for the weekend of February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, twenty fifteen. I'm here with uh, my play cousin Taryn. Hey, um, Taryn is Dope Breeds at Dope Breeds on Twitter. Um, so and on Instagram, and on Instagram, uh, we were trying to figure out what we we're going to do this week. Um, you know, throwing around ideas, and Taryn was like, "Ooh, let's do Black Love." Don't do me like that, Dean. <laughs> let's do Black Love, and so I didn't. I so Black Love is too spoken word adjacent for me like she was legit threatening to what does spoken
2: over. word adjacent really mean gene um, is that like some post bougie bougie thing that you made up no nah, it's kind of like express your disdain you, for you know how you said you word? wanted
1: to come in here with mahogany cards <laughs> <laughs> right oh. <laughs> that is that's what i mean
2: okay like sort of he like, didn't want this podcast to turn into a mahogany yeah, valentine's want card to be like
1: snap 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 and you know what i mean girl
2: you are the rock of this relationship.
1: Yeah, I just don't. You know, what I mean? you see a little <laughs> on your on your IG page. You see people share Instagram pictures of like
2: the black love Instagram yeah, pictures. You know what I mean, like the man holding up the world mm-hmm. and the black woman like supporting him and their. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, um, what we wanted to do then this week was instead of just sort of sitting here and like remin uh, like uh, pontificating on the state of black love, because why? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually wanted to. Um, continue a bunch of conversations we were having on Twitter. So last week, I asked people about their craziest dates, the craziest dates um, they'd ever been on. So people were telling crazy. I mean, people were telling these banana stories in which <laughs> their dates usually had some some big reveal um, that was not stated <laughs> before they showed up. Um, usually, first dates. I don't know how people act the way they act on first dates. So if you are booed up or not booed up right now, um, you can still feel superior because you didn't live through these experiences. <laughs> All right, real quick, we realized we didn't have any queer voices in this episode. Um, we know that you know some of our LGBTQ friends out there have had some banana stories. Next year, they will be on here. We promise. That's our bad. Sorry about that. So the first person we talked to uh, was our friend. Um, Jeannie Lauren, you may know her from Twitter, she's at Morn Again. Um she's actually part of the PostWooji Extended Family. Um she's de- redesigning our website, which you can check out on PostWooji.com. But anyway, um Jeannie used to have her own blog called Morn Again, and she told this story once about uh a very special guest uh who <laughs> came along on a date. I don't, I don't want to spoil it. Can you just set tell her that for us. Can you set up sort of <laughs> what happened? Here?
3: Okay, so I have to, I'm going to start from the beginning, okay. which is that this is sometime around the time that Black Planet was still kind of happening. Oh,
1: Genie, <laughs> what was your Black Planet screaming name?
3: Pressure. Pressure. Sorry, it was Aviance 2020. Oh, Ambiance? No, Aviance. Aviance.
1: Why 2020?
3: Because, how you 20, 20
1: oh yeah You
3: listen when i made the account i was like 16 so right, don't right, you you right, right, all okay. right, right, right all right all right
1: all right all right so you met this cat presumably on black planet met,
3: yeah met him on black planet and i like i should have seen the red flag when he basically identified himself as a relationship expert uh, but at the time you know is i would shade b it's not JP but I should like you know I think I was not even 21 maybe you know so yeah live and learn but anyway so we were talking on Black Planet and just real early the conversation was just overly sexual but I'm you know early 20s like I didn't necessarily that wasn't really a red flag for me so anyway um At some point in the conversation, we get to the point where we're like, let's meet up. Now, I don't remember how exactly that question came about, but it was understood that we're going to meet up and, you know, spend some time together. So sure enough, I, you know, I leave my house. I go to meet him and he's like, we're going to meet. We're going to meet in Times Square. Okay. And (laughs) um, first of all, he was late. And he wasn't just like 15 minutes late. He was like maybe a good 45 to an hour late. And I'm like, you still waited?
1: Yeah, why did you stick around?
3: I still, I still, I made a whole lot of bad decisions in my early 20s. Let's focus on this one. So it was like, okay, I'm on this corner. Come at me. I'm in the car. So I'm going over and I'm, I don't know what his car looks like or anything. So I'm just looking for somebody to kind of wave out of a car. And sure enough, I do, and it's somebody like, I see somebody in the passenger side. I'm I'm like, okay, this is, I'm not sure if that's the car. But I start walking over, and then I recognize them. I'm like, okay, this is the car, but who is this woman in the passenger side? So, you know, at this point, I get in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, did you... you... (laughs) Are did your antenna? Her? Yeah, did your antenna switch at any point? Do you did, are you operating under the assumption that they're just friends? Or
3: oh come on! Well, well, at first I'm like I'm like maybe he's dropping someone off, and <laughs> but he's,
1: he's in driving. the passenger side though. No, 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 he was
3: driving. Oh, okay, okay. He was driving. The did did was, she look mad? Like what was her face no, like? No, no, like she just looked like she was chilling. Like I, you know, I had no idea what was going on, so I I'm thinking like maybe he's late because he's dropping someone off, and then you know we're gonna go wherever we gotta go. And, um, sure enough, I get in the car and after like a few seconds of driving, he's like, okay, so Jeannie, this is, you know, I forget how he said he might as like the mother of my child, whatever, but this is her. (laughs) Okay. So So what
2: did the mother of his child say? Was she like, hey girl?
3: Yeah. She said hi and reached back and like shook my hand and everything.
0: (laughs) Wait.
2: Okay. That is so bold. Isn't it though? That is so bold. Now, was he like a hotep type of um, brother or <laughs> was he like uh, round the way, like Mr. Cheeks type? Was he,
3: what What type of guy was he? He was. Could not
1: he be both, both Taryn? He could.
3: Could, he could. But he, you know what? Back then there wasn't, I, I wouldn't have been able to give him this label, but he feels kind of like a pickup artist in hindsight. Oh.
0: Um.
2: So cool. then what did you do after you met his baby mama?
3: Oh, so, um, basically we decided that we were going to go to, um, we're going to go to the village and so she after-
1: was, she was coming with y'all
3: <laughs> <Right? laughs> okay. so after- and you still went along. It, it didn't really dawn on me that she was really down for the ride until we got to the village <laughs> and he parked the car and she got out and didn't go her separate ways. <laughs> like- it was like oh oh you're you're with us with us okay so um, as we were like meandering around trying to figure out what we we're gonna do in the village, um, he had to run to an ATM, she had to run to an ATM, and really he was being really and you sam- had to run away. I should have run away. I really should have. <laughs> but he was being kind of as kind of a jerk. So me and her just started talking. I mean, she really was bored starting a conversation with me. But after a while, I was like, I might as well just talk to her because he's not talking to me. He's like, there was a point where we were looking for a restaurant to go to. And as we're walking, he's walking a full block ahead of us. Like, not even, I don't think I said more than, before we actually got to sit down at a restaurant, I don't think I said more than 10 words to him. But me and her, and I can't remember her name to save my life, but we sparked up a whole conversation. And she's just telling me, yeah, you know, he's a jerk, blah, blah, blah.
2: did you go on a what? date with her? I mean, you it sounds like I mean, I don't know if you're into women, but if it was me, I would be like, you know what, this guy is kind of the worst.
3: She seems more interesting. Let's right. just break off and, <laughs> do, <laughs> and do our whole thing. She I mean, I'm not into women, but if I was, she would have been the way the better date. And
1: um Where did y'all end it, up sitting down to eat? We <laughs> ended
3: up going to I mean,
1: I can't believe you even got this far. <laughs> you know like this is like you yeah, even got to the point where you
3: that was I was in the point of my life where I'm like okay I'm already out my house what's the worst that can happen because it just story
1: oh so,
3: yeah so many <laughs> you could
2: have been taken like and taken and then like
3: <laughs> and you know Mason is not even remotely in my family so who knows where I would have been oh,
1: <laughs> this dude is out I mean he's he's done this to other people presumably right I mean
3: uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Especially with the way he talked about how he puts moves on women, I wouldn't be surprised though.
2: This next story is from OMG, it's Tams, and she is going to share with us a story about a guy who was a little bit more into her than she um, was into him, and. So we've all had experiences where a person, like, really likes you and you are a little hesitant. but this
1: Or the other way around. Yeah,
2: or the other way around. But this guy was thirsty. He was parched. And
4: uh, Tams is going to share it with us right now. So I met this guy through an acquaintance. I wouldn't really call her a friend because of this, I guess. But, um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so she was a friend and she got delisted because of the way this date went?
4: There were other things, but yes, I feel like people don't set people up with people who don't have common, like, manners. Right. If she had manners, she would have probably not set me up with him. He picks me up. He's in a beater, which is fine. No judgment. It's not like I was balling out of control. <laughs> so I get in. No heat, mm-hmm. which is whatever. Fine. Um. You know, I had a coat on. We get onto Lakeshore Drive, and it's a blizzard, it's snowing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's, like, kind of swerving. And I was like, "What's what are you doing?" And I noticed that he's like cranking down his window. And I was like, "Why are you rolling down your window?" And he's like, "I got to clean the windshield." And I was like, "What?" And he takes out a bottle of like window cleaner and starts spraying the windshield and taking a rag and wiping the windshield while he's driving with his hand.
1: Wait, still, the car is moving.
4: <laughs> the car is moving. Oh yeah, we're on the like, He's still ride. in the car. We're going like 40 miles an hour, or like 50 miles an hour or something. Like. It was dangerous
1: and it's it's cold
4: (laughs) and it's cold. It was like 20 degrees. Like it was really cold. I mean, it was not nice. And so like there's snow coming in, like my hair is getting messed up and (laughs) like we're swerving. And then he kept asking me if he could get over. He just kept like, I don't know. He just didn't know how to use his mirrors. Like it was just horrible. And, (laughs) and so I thought we were going to a house party Like that's what he told me. He's like, Oh, let's go to we'll go to this house party, blah, blah, blah.
1: He said it was he said it was a house party.
4: (laughs) He said it was a house party. Oh boy. We get to this house. There's it's quiet. So I'm like, where is this party? You know, like, is it in a garden apartment? Like the top floor? Like what you know. We go in, it's just this couple. There's no party. It's just this couple that lives there. I guess his friends. And they're like, Oh, so nice to finally meet you. Blah blah blah. And I was like, finally meet you know like in my head like what finally meet you I'm like they must have just that was weird you know so I take off my coat if, <laughs> like, you thought
1: that they may have thought you were someone else he was talking about or?
4: yeah i just didn't know what to do so i was just kind of like okay you know didn't really say anything we like order a pizza and i think he asked me to spot him or something which was <sighs> like fine <Dear> Lord. <laughs> and then we're like sitting watching tv or something and he kept putting his arm around me like trying to act really like I think too familiar for the first date. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was too too touchy, too close. Um, and I was kind of uncomfortable. And then he like we were talking about something and he's like, how old are you again? And um, the, the couple,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, Wait. they like
4: looked super taken aback. They were like, you don't know how old she is? And he's like, oh, you know, I, I like forgot. And they were just like. They, like, had this, like, really weird, like, what? And I'm pretty sure that means, like, he told them that, like, we were, like, a couple or, like, we were dating for a while or, like, oh, God. something. How long and- was
2: it between when you guys met and you went on the first date? Like, a week.
4: Yeah, it wasn't that long, she said.
1: He clearly wasn't self-conscious about the fact that he, I mean, like, he clearly didn't because, like, it's one thing if he's, like, running a game on his, not a game on his friends, but he, like, wasn't being, full, like, forthright with his friends, right? Like, he was, like, yeah. oh, this is my lady, whatever, whatever. And, like, he, like, because he might, if he was really, like, devious or, like, really good about his deviousness, I guess, he would, like, have prepped her, like, hey, just so you know, they think we're a couple. You know what I mean?
4: Right, so, right.
1: And he also would not have asked her her age in front of them. You know what I mean? Right. So he no, he
4: was bad at it.
2: He
1: Whatever he was trying to do, <laughs> he was doing it poorly. I don't know what was, he was trying to yeah.
2: do. Yeah. Was he cute he, enough for it to not freak you out as much? Obviously
1: not.
0: <laughs> Cuz she mm,
4: was freaked out. Yeah, well, he was like, "Okay." Oh. Mm. I don't know. And come then, on. well, here's the messed up part. So, we're like oh, The, the messed know, up part is coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of the night or whatever, he's like, "Do you want to go back to my place?" And I was like, mm, "No, I'd rather go home." And he's like, "Well, I just have to go to my place to get something." And I was like, Ugh, "Okay." And like, I didn't have a, you know, I he, he drove me. And um so we go to his place in like South Shore, which is not the best area. um it's fine, but it's you know whatever. So we go there, and it's like he lives in this like really weird apartment. It had like <laughs> a bunch of posters, and like there was like a hole in the wall. It was really weird. He's like, "Well, I'm going to smoke a little. I'm like, "Fine, you know like I'm sitting there <sighs> Please, uh... <laughs> And he's like, well, I'm just telling you, like, I really like you. My friends really like you. And I was like, your friends don't know me. What, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? He's like, well, I told them all about you. And I was like, how? Ca- how? Like, <laughs> what
1: did he tell them? Do you know? I,
4: no, I, I didn't even want to, like, continue the conversation. I was like, I just got to go. And then we have another scary ride back where he tried to roll down the window and all that mess. And he drives me home. And six months later, he calls me.
1: Six months later. He was, to, he was trying to give you some time to, like, sit and marinate on. on the yeah,
4: ride. I guess, right? Like, decide if I like him or not for six months. And he called me, and he's like, I was in a really bad car accident, which is, like, big surprise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, shocking. And he's like, I was in a really bad car accident. I'm actually in the hospital right now. I would love it if you could come and, like, make me feel better. What? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> like, first of all, I barely remembered who dude was. Right like like barely remembered and what like i hadn't even talked to him like we had but gone on had one number, horrible though. date what
1: he still had your number it's probably yeah, on his phone all had kinds it. of heart emojis and stuff Ugh.
4: oh god were the yeah he's my stalker it was so weird it was the worst
1: Okay, walk me through this. So you met this cat on OKCupid, right?
0: Yes. And so I met this guy on OKCupid. We'll call him uh, V. I met him shortly after I implemented a new rule to not read people's profiles on OKCupid. All
1: right, why? Why? And, so why, why did you decide not to read people's profiles?
0: Um, and this is something you and I have talking about. But I think that writers or people who, uh, you know, write for a living, <clears throat> we might... Um, you know, be, you might weight how people write their profiles more heavily than is necessary. And so I was trying to sort of like democratize the playing field, right? right. And also, um, you know, because you find yourself being turned off by people who, you know, don't write interesting sentences and that might not be fair, yeah, you know? Fair. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I you're out with our this answer. dude.
1: He's a teetotaler. Um, he's already, it's yeah. already midnight at this point when y'all met.
0: Yeah, so he rolls up on me and he gets out the car, and he's like, ooh, you a chocolate Tina, just like I like him. Like, all right, well. <laughs> so, you know, so I'm going to skip a bit to some analysis here and say that there are several moments in this date that part of me recognizes that I should have left. But the other part of me is like, yo, you got to call your homegirl tomorrow and tell them about how crazy this date is. And it just seems to be getting, the story just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> so,
1: so at I this point, stick around. you are dating this cat only... As as a reporter, well, like you're going into a reporter mode now, like yeah, just, yeah, they're, just,
0: they're they're just to a point where that's happening. It's not yet. Chocolatinas, I'm still sort of bewildered. It's not it's not happening yet. We get to the restaurant. Uh, the guy brings the menu. I was like, "Oh, the fried chicken's good too." And he's like, "I don't I don't order fried chicken from white waiters. <laughs> Would you do that? I can't believe you'd do that." And I'm like, no, mind you, I don't really. I mean." I don't, you know, fried chicken is my favorite thing in the world. But I was like, I, I absolutely would order fried chicken from anyone. Yeah, if you Everyone want fried chicken, fried chicken, you want fried right? chicken. Like, it's not even a thing. Like, why would that even matter? <clears throat> so yeah. that was these 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 things are like happening over and over, right? These like little tiny, I I, I they were they were microaggressions to me. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> at this point, I had to order a glass of wine because I'm gonna get through this. I just feel like I need something, right? Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's was like one, and this is the time I was like moderately engaged in any of the conversation we had. He was, he brought, at the time BlackBerry had come out with their new model or whatever. He had it. And so he was showing me some of the features and I was like, oh, this is actually like way better than what I expected. And mm-hmm. we were sort of like, you know, playing with the phone and he's showing me some of the, some of the software or whatever. And then I was like, oh, does BlackBerry have like a, a FaceTime equivalent? He's like, yes, let me show you. And he proceeds to call a woman. And it's dark, but it's strange because she sort of, looks, she sort of looks like me. <laughs> this is the weird thing. Like, wow. yeah, yeah, it was just strange. And then, Wait, so
1: does she, she look like? To, cause, uh, so, she was like, okay, people.
0: she's like, she's brown skin, you know, like full, really full lips. And he had said something early in the date about like. He doesn't like he it, like he he's nervous about how like the black race is getting diluted. So he wants to make sure he marries someone like really, really chocolate.
1: <laughs> chocolate again.
0: Right. <clears throat> so. This woman picks up friends, and she says, Hello. Hello. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'm just showing the phone to my friend. And then she like it's dark or whatever. And then she hangs up. She's clearly sleeping. It would be two she calls back on the FaceTime and this time she's like more lucid and you know the lights are on and she's like what's going on like is everything okay he's like oh yeah everything's fine I'm just showing my um, my friend how this thing works which is like really really inconsiderate right right and then come to find out this is this is the the mother of his child okay so you call the mother of your child on when you're on a date right and also it's one o'clock in the morning the child is in your care and you call the mother of your child at one o'clock in the morning while she's sleeping, while her child is in your care. I mean, she's freaking out. Right, exactly. Out. Right. Like, she's
1: like, "Where is my child? Who are you supposed to to yeah, watching right like,
0: now?" Exactly. And I'm like, "Yo, this dude is a tool." And like, she got off the phone in a way that like signaled to me that she like knew she fucked up. You know, like, oh, this this nigga. You know, don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, knew that like this dude, right? And so I'm just sitting there and I'm like, okay, it's time to go home. Maybe I should just grab for the check, you know? <clears throat> and remember before I decide to do that, he he takes it and he opens up the the bill and he like reaches for his wallet. And he's like, Oh my god, where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? He starts frantically packing like with like panning uh patting uh patting his uh pants, like looking for his wallet. He's like, I think I dropped it, oh my god, I think I dropped it, I think I dropped my wallet, yo, I think I dropped my wallet And I mean what he doesn't know that he's talking to someone who's like who's more than once lost something, lost very, very important things. Passport's wallet's document. Like, I'm familiar with how like, <laughs> with how this works, right? And it just, didn't see, it just didn't seem real to me. I'm like, nah, you didn't. You, don't, you, you did not lose your wallet. He's like so patting started,
1: himself down like, uh, uh, Right, uh, he's patting kind himself of, like, uh, oh, uh, uh,
0: I lost my wallet, and I'm like, nah, you didn't. And I'm like, okay, you want to walk back the way you came if you think you dropped it. <laughs> and he's like, nah. I don't want to do that. I think I left it in the car. I'm okay. And so I was like, I got it. Then it suddenly dawned on me, G, right? As soon as we sat down, as soon as we got there, he goes to, so how was your day? And around this time, I'm not sure if you guys remember, but, like, there was, like, people who, whose credit cards had been, tar- had been compromised because of, like, Target and, like, something. If you'd spent money at Target right, in a certain right. time period, your card had been compromised. So my card had gotten canceled this is a Saturday and my bank's not close to me. So I was like, telling him that story about like what a disaster it was. And then he paused for two minutes and looked at me and was like, but your card's okay now, right? And I was like, yeah, everything's fine. And then on I mean he set me up. Like this, yeah. <laughs> this, the whole setup. I was like, yo, I was, like, <laughs> on the way home, on the way home, my, my fist is like, over my mouth like yo i swear to god, god like this like he <laughs> he's really like got me.
1: but but your card is straight though right
0: right <laughs> that's exactly how he did it and i'm like oh yeah so and at the time i'm like oh that's nice he's concerned he's concerned you know? so right, i had right, no context like we couldn't find out this was just, this was just the whole time <laughs> Boom. So at the time, I, had, I was having troubling, trouble like downloading the new um, operating system for the iPhone, which allows you to like black people from mm-hmm. calling you. So I was like, I just went home and like troubleshooted the shit out of that. I'm like, yo, I'm, <laughs> I, I have got to figure this out.
1: Taryn, have you ever been on a bad date?
2: Gene, I have been on terrible dates. So... My One of the worst dates that I've been on was actually fairly recently, maybe about a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. I met this guy through a friend of a friend's husband, um, the girl we had gone to college together. And we had met at the park, you know, where all the kind of bougie or faking ass black folks go to, you know, in D.C. The park is a place where people go to, like, profile and be seen. So I was there for some party. And I met this guy. He was tall. He had a beard. He was chocolatey. So I was like, "Oh, he's cute." You like?
1: He's li- too- Oh, this is before you went on your light-skinned dude kick.
2: Stop. I like all men. All men of every color. I love you. As long, long as they,
1: <laughs> as long as they six feet tall.
2: Look, and they don't. Even- they could be over five ten. <laughs> right. That's you're making me sound shallow. No, anyway, no. he was tall. You're he was chocolatey. Stop it, Jean! Right. Don't say that. That's not nice. He was tall. He was chocolatey. He had a beard and a suit on. So I was like, oh, okay. He, like, asked for my number. We were like, I was playing coy or whatever. So give him my number, and we had, like, chatted a few times. And for the first meeting, first he wanted to, like me to meet him at some house out in Fort Washington, Maryland. Now, at this time, I was living way out in the woods of Virginia, And I Googled the place, and it looked all rough and ramshackle. I was like, fuck no, I'm not going to. (laughs) First of all, I'm not going to Maryland. Ew. Mm. Second of all, I'm not going to no ramshackle house. And he was like, oh, I was going to take you to Fort Washington Park. We could have some wine and watch the sunset. I was like, dog, I don't even know you like that. Um, And... I suggested a place in the city, and we went, and it was cool. So then I was like, "Okay, I'll give him a, a second chance." So the second chance, we went to this um, we went to this Japanese restaurant that my homeboy uh, Jeremy used to bartend at, um, and on H Street in DC, and it was a cool little spot, hole in the wall. Like the sushi was good. So I get there. First of all, he orders chicken wings and water, which you're at a Japanese restaurant. Right, like, right. come on, dog. And I order my sushi and, like, have a little bit of sake or whatever. And so, like, we have been chatting, but the conversation really wasn't, like, going nowhere. And my homeboy brought the check, and he was like, do y'all want to split it or do you want it together? And he was like, oh, yeah, we can split it if you want. And I was just like, I mean, I'm not one of those girls that's like, you have to pay for me every time. But, like, you just notice certain things, right?
1: So, okay, okay. This oh, this is a whole loaded thing. So you're not gonna penal. You wouldn't necessarily say he had to to pay for it, but you would penalize him for not paying for it. Yeah, would, it would you would hold it against him.
2: I would just take note. Okay. I would just take. I would take note. Mm-hmm. You're, you're smirking like, at me. Mm. Okay, I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pay for my own because I can already tell, like something something ain't right here. I'm not gonna be keep i'm not gonna keep doing this mm-hmm. so we get up to leave i'm like oh i have to pee let me run and use the bathroom he's like cool i'll wait for you i go to the bathroom come out and he's like okay um and we leave the restaurant and we're on A street A street hasn't completely like turned over yet so there aren't like a lot of places to use the restroom like out in like in that area mm-hmm. so we get out the door of the japanese restaurant and he's like, "Oh man, I have to pee too." And I was like, "Well, why don't you just go back inside?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna pee in the alley because I keep it real." And so we cross the street. Terran. I swear to Terran. God, he
1: did not say this. I
2: swear to God. So I didn't believe him. This I was like, a, "Well, we just we just
1: left." There's no way he said it. <laughs> Let me like...
2: finish. So we go. I'm like, "Boy, stop!" So we cross the street. and He's like, "No, I'm for real." He had on a suit. He goes into a an alley and is there for like a good minute and then comes back out and puts his arm around my shoulder. And I was like, do you want to wash your hands? And he was (laughs) like... "Sir." I said, you really peed in the alley. I mean, I didn't go behind him and watch to see if he peed in the alley. But if a man says he's going to pee in the alley and there's a bathroom like where we just came from, he could have gone to. And then we cross the street and he goes into an alley for a minute to a minute and a half and comes back out. I believe that he peed in the alley.
1: Yeah, that those that sequence lines up to being in an alley, right?
2: Yeah, so like he puts his arm around me and he's like I'm like do you want some hand sanitizer? And his hand is like right near my face and I'm just like ugh so grossed out. He's like
1: Taryn, do you got the pee touch? Do I have what? You got the P B touch?
2: <laughs> well, urine is technically sterile, right? <clears throat> but I'm still like I don't want to ugh So he was like I don't wash my hands after I have sex. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we.
1: so Wait, why did he say that? Because he
2: was weird. I don't know. He just. I don't know. I feel bad saying this, but I don't. Whatever. So we walk around and then I like drop him off at his car and he gives me a hug and I'm just like, uh. So go back to the sushi restaurant and I'm like chopping it up with my homeboy who's the bartender and then like the next day he's like hey hope i can see you again he texts me and i was like i don't think this is gonna work (laughs) he was like why i thought it went so so well and that's my worst date story is that good enough for you
1: (laughs) that was very good This last story is from Tracy Ross. She's here in D.C. She's a writer and freelancer here in D.C. Um, and she hit us up. Because everyone does not have asshole happen to them. Sometimes <laughs> no, no, no. people are doing asshole themselves. So you right. said that doing you Doing out- asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> asshole themselves.
5: So some
1: dude out there is walking around with, or a woman, I don't know. Some, somebody out there is walking around with all sorts of psychological trauma because they went on a date with you and you were not nice to them. Correct.
5: Um, I should say because I'm someone that doesn't often talk about um, relationships or dating on social media and that sort of thing, um, that my mom would be pissed if I didn't have the caveat that in general, I'm a wonderful date. <laughs> <laughs> but in this particular one, I was just rude, flat out rude. And it was years ago. I think mm-hmm. I was a less mature back then. I was at a bar for a friend's birthday party. I was talking to one of his friends. We were hitting it off and he asked for my phone number and I had gotten out of a relationship I guess a few months before that so I wasn't... It was a a big relationship. uh, I mean, it was big enough. And that's, I think, step one is to own up to, I should not have gone on a date because if I didn't want to go on a date, I shouldn't have gone. So that's... So
1: that's also fair to say that you didn't know either, right? Like you were probably like, all right, let's see what happens. Then you got there and it just like...
5: No, I mean but she, she did kind of.
2: She was like, meh. But she still right. did it anyway. Like, if you have a right. tug on your
5: spirit, I don't need to do this. <laughs> I love you that tug on your spirit. Mm. I think that's exactly right. I Like, I, I should not. If you don't want to go on a date, don't go on a date. Mm. Um, but I think back then I was thinking, like, but this is, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to put yourself out there. Mm. I, it's just nonsense. <laughs> so I chose the restaurant um because i think he was newer to dc and i guess i just already in my head was just like i don't even feel like doing this so i in general i walk really quickly (laughs) and usually so i I power walk everywhere and i always have to slow myself down to you know be nice and be with my friends but i was like walking four (laughs) steps ahead of this guy Mm. and in my head was like well you need to catch up um which that's already like, dang, Tracy, that's just that's just not cool. Like every once in a while I would look back and I would see him weaving and bobbing through people. <laughs> so then we get to the restaurant, and I chose a, a Thai a Thai restaurant because I really like Thai food. And he mentions, oh yeah, I've never had Thai food. And I feel like I looked at him just like, like, what planet are you from? Oh. How come you're not exposed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sounding like an awful person, but I I mean, I was in the wrong. Um, so then when the waiter comes, I'm just so like,
1: was, wait, was he amped to try to Was he like, Oh, I've never had tofu.' Yeah, like, that's the
5: thing is that he was open to it. But I'm, you were punishing him for never having had the experience. Correct. Yeah. So you were
2: basically clubbing him down, his spirit down, like a little baby seal. Isn't it you telling?
5: <laughs> so then the waiter comes to the table and I'm just like, he'll have the pad tie. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Right. That is so mean. So, um, so then again, he starts talking about, you know, how, how nice it is to live in D.C. And he's just like... Where's he from? God, I don't... I forget where he was from. Um, he was from somewhere that um, was not particularly diverse. That's all I can remember. Mm-hmm. It was He was like somewhere from the... Um, I, I wanted to say Kansas. But I feel like I'm just stereotyping at this point. Was he black,
1: white? Was he... He was white. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: And so he... Um, uh, <laughs> what was, oh, yeah. So he said, yeah, I really like... Um, being in DC, you know, there's it's so cool to go outside and you see all all the Spanish playing soccer. The and I was, Spanish, exactly. And I was like, "Were they from Spain?" <laughs> and <laughs> and he looked really confused. He's like, "Well, they they speak Spanish." And I was like, "Well, in DC, there's a large Salvadorian population, <laughs> but also we don't know their country of origin unless they said so. So you should probably just call them Latino." Oh, <laughs> like burns. dang. Burn. That like know, so, um the what was, fun- what did he do when you like blasted him like that? Was he <laughs> I think he was still confused about all these different kinds of words <laughs> I was saying. you're not in Kansas anymore <laughs> <laughs> I think he was still kind of like, but they speak Spanish, <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs>
5: poor guy, and I know, poor guy, and then the the worst part is he wanted to go out on another day. But I'm, I am no longer like that. I, I mean, I'm, I think my friends would say consistently throughout history, I am a direct person, but I've, I think, matured enough to realize, it, you know, that there's give and take just because I think certain things are interesting or not. Like, other people might find this guy not boring. You know, I, this is on me. I chose to be on the date. I can figure out how to have fun on a date with a boring person.
1: This is so. This is a. This is like the big takeaway from like my dating life has been like, like I was like, yo, like it's controlling for crazy, right? Controlling for like mm-hmm. the person, the other person is like just on some other like, oh, we're you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can get through any date and just be like this is perfectly fine. Like it wasn't. It, we don't have any chemistry. Whatever. It's not going. Nothing's gonna happen. But we, things. This will be fine. You know Actually, what I mean? I, we can have a night did, perfectly nice time. You
5: my attitude I mean? in the past was. Almost like, oh, if there's no chemistry, it's like you're wasting my time, exactly right. which is obnoxious. Absolutely. Well, Tracy, how did you get to that point where you weren't like
2: this person did? Like, how did you even get to that point?
5: Yeah, that's a good question. I think part of it was just um, more more experience in dating. Honestly, um, I, I think I think it is as simple as, as maturity and just realizing that in order to have a good relationship, often you just need to be a better person partner. And if you can be more of the person you want to be, then your relationship will be stronger or you'll realize you're in the wrong relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as you're true to who you are and and respect yourself and respect the person you're with, that the relationship will, will, it'll figure itself out. Either you're together or you're not, you know, like I realize not everything's going to work out with every person, but you know, I'm responsible for myself. I'm not responsible for his actions.
1: Right. That's I th- I real. I think that's... I mean, yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like one, one of the things about sort of dating is that you have to put yourself out there so much. Um, and it's really easy to be like... I think I think a lot of people date like really sort of defensively, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on some mm-hmm. like... I mean, and, it's, and that's sort of the paradox, right? You go out, you're trying to date somebody. You're trying to like find a connection with somebody, but you're also like, I'm not also going to let people in, right? You right. know what I mean? You can't really right. have it both ways. Um, you know, I mean, you're always going to sort of like put a low ceiling on whatever it's going to be. But I also feel like you're just like... I mean, I also, I also feel. I mean, we've had this conversation before, but I feel like I've never had a bad date, like a bad date, like a horrible mm-hmm. date, and so I don't yeah. think I'm like jaded in this way, like, oh, this is all for naught. Because my friends, you know, the one we just spoke to, um, uh, Tamara was saying, you know, um, you know, she's been on a, like she dates all the time. She's been on some bad dates or whatever. Like, I've never had this sort of backlog of like traumas. Like, oh, right, like this is all b- nonsense. You know what I mean? Do you and so think I don't,
2: it's more a gender
1: thing, or do you think it's just
2: you yourself? In particular?
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I mean, part of it is gender, right? Like, I mean, just when we've had these conversations, over the course of these conversations we've been having today, um, all these women have are starting out in a position like, and like understandably like, yo, first of all, let me make sure I don't get killed. you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like a consideration <laughs> that I never have to think about, right? And so there's all this stuff about sort of just like safety that people have to consider, like just right. tell my friends where I am, blah, 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 um, that I've never had to think about. But also, you know, a lot of it is just, you know, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that, about the dynamics of dating that are really gendered, um, and the way in a lot of, uh, a lot of sort of the, uh, the ways that men sort of, the way masculinity like sort of manifests itself is you have to be sort of not boastful, but you have to be sort of aggressive. Right. And so I can imagine a lot of motherfuckers like overstepping or like a lot of like doing, doing the most. Right. You know, I can, I can imagine a very small universe of ways that like a woman I go on a date with might misstep. Right. But I can imagine, like, the universe of ways in which the dudes y'all have talked about have missteps have been, like, I mean, somebody showed up with a baby. Mama, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just not a lot. Like, somebody like, oh, like, I I can think of really stereotypical ways. But
2: there, there are missteps, but the fact that they think that their behavior is okay... right Right? like it's not even that it's like they're making a misstep but it's like i don't even know that it's a misstep like i'm just chilling with my baby mama that's that's exactly (laughs) right right i
5: brought my (laughs) yeah they kind of know even on movies and tv dates usually have two people on them you know so if you're bringing a baby mama you're going (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) but you like but everybody thinks they're a unicorn you know it's like a special snowflake (laughs) oh i mean yeah i know that's how other people get down but i'm so dope it's not gonna matter if i roll up here (laughs) With the mother, of my children, the, right. the, the mother, of my seeds. You know what I mean? I,
5: Ew, that. Geez. I know that was a little too it, but I will say though I, that your point about um, making yourself more vulnerable on dates um, is something I think that has uh, changed changed my dating life mm. um, because and, and not that I'm you know starting to open up about my feelings and crying sure. or something on the first date, but just being a bit more honest to who I am, like. I w- like a few months ago I-, I went on a date and I I you know biked to the date so I was like okay sorry I got to go wash my hands I got oil from my bike chain so you know my like my hair wasn't flawless because I had a helmet on I just you know I'm like this is kind of who I am I'm rolling in doing doing me and I'm not going to try to give a polished version of myself cuz I'm not a polished person mm-hmm. um and I feel like I've ended up having more fun on the dates and but then sadly also I feel like um the guys have thought we've had this deep cosmic connection. And I'd have to be like, nah, son. I I, I enjoy life. It's <laughs> I not you. Fun. It's me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was having fun being out with myself. Mm. That's real,
2: though. In my case, I feel like I tend to attract guys who are into that black mm-hmm. version of the manic picture Like the, 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 the Denise Huxtable, oh, you know, mm-hmm. bohemian. I used to have locks. Like, people think that, like... Yeah you
5: know. I, I get that. And I think that's happened. That's, I think that's why... Um, uh, this is, this is going to sound so strange. I feel like it, I won't be able to share this, but like online, but um, why I think so many white guys will be interested in me. It's like, whoa, this this ethnic girl who mm. does improv and bikes and and then i think maybe later on down the road they're just like oh she watches just a lot of golden girls on a friday night <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right but they but the thing about the manic pixie dream girl to your point is like they're not really people right mm-hmm. they don't really right. exist as like a like fully fleshed out people they just exist as sort of like a bunch of quirks and like a pretty face you know Mm-hmm. yeah so okay, so let me just go go back to this date real quick, right? Okay. So, because I want to know how it disposed, like how it was the disposition of this date. So you go on this date, dispose. You, I mean, that's what this, like, criminal cases; like, I'm disposition anyway. <laughs> so on this date, you're you're making this dude just just emasculated him. You order for him.
5: I think I got home, and once I got home, I was just like, I was needlessly rude to someone. Like he did nothing. That was all me, my own issues coming out about, like, not wanting to be on this date and agreeing to it and feeling like you're making me go out. It's like no one made you do anything. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he, he, uh, I think, even called me. I think back back then people called a little more than texted <laughs> for a follow-up. Um, so, yeah, he wanted to go out. And I, I, I think I tried to be polite and it was just like, um, you know, I I'm sorry, I just don't think I'm in a place where I want to be dating right now. You know, even though that sounds like such an excuse, it was it was it was honest.
1: All right, y'all, so that's been the Post Bougie Podcast for the weekend of February fourteenth. Happy Valentine's Day.
2: Wear condoms or a dental dam.
1: Does does anybody ever use dental dams? Is that a thing that people
2: I, look I don't
1: know no, I, I mean people always talk about them but I've never actually seen them in practice or I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. love responsibly uh, don't be an asshole thank you for walking with us through these stories we hope whatever you got planned on Valentine's Day is eventful but not in this way um, <laughs> and there's no beef that comes out of uh, whatever you get into this weekend um, and we will see you in two weeks thank you for being here with me this week Taryn
2: oh no problem Jean I'm happy to be here <laughs>
1: Uh, on behalf of the whole PB fam, uh, this is GD Beezy.
0: Our theme music is Nick's Groove by the Foreign Exchange and shout outs to our podcast producer, Channing Kennedy. Holler at us and sign up for our newsletter at postbougie.com.